Episode 80. It's not just about the sex. This is the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast, home of the Seven Days of Sex Challenge, featuring your hosts, the authors of the groundbreaking new book, Stripped Down, Tony and Elisa DiLorenzo. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. Let's get it out there, baby doll. <laughs> I think I've had a little too much sun today. Possibly. You know? I don't know. It's like I couldn't remember how I started the intro. And Happy 4th of July, everyone. Happy 4th of July. I hope that you all have had a wonderful day celebrating our country's independence and those that um, fight for and protect our country on a regular basis. We salute our military once again and say thank you for all that you and your families do. Yep. And for all of those around the world who don't live here, thank you for joining us. Mm -hmm. We are glad you're here. It is a Monday night. As many of you know, we, we like to podcast on Sunday, but Gosh darn it, summer gets a little crazy around here and we're just not doing really good with trying to make things happen. And it's just been a crazy week. It has been. It's been a crazy, crazy week for us. And you guys know that we, um, if you listen to last week's podcast, you know that even though it was posted at a regular time on Tuesday, we had actually recorded it last, uh, Friday. last Friday before I left for Milwaukee because you know how I feel about not podcasting, you know it doesn't sit well with me. Right. So we did the podcast early and then I left midday Saturday and was gone through, um, came home Wednesday night, was home for Wednesday night and Thursday night. And then Abby and I took off for girls weekend. And so we've just kind of been in this weird, like, you know, in and out and floating around and doing all kinds of stuff. And, um, not a lot of time this week for us to really connect. Not, no, not at all. Not we, we did last Friday. You know, after we did podcasts, and for those of you who listened to 79, we were talking about taking the lead. Um, Elisa busted out the scratchers. From in, Those were from intentional moments. They were. Mm-hmm. And for all of you that Elisa brought that up, for all of you, of you who would like to support my buddy Nick Venuto, who was killed um, a month ago now uh, while riding his bike, if you would like to support the fundraiser, that intentional moments is doing 30% of all proceeds will go back or I should go back. will go to his kids fund. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's a really cool way that you guys get to get some really cool things to spice up the intimacy in your marriage. And at the same time we're giving back. And when we do give this, it is coming from the one extraordinary marriage community, not from Elisa and I, not from any individual. It's it's coming from you guys mm-hmm. because you're making it happen. Obviously, Elisa and I are going to pick up some items as well. Well, and, and even for us, we've got a wedding coming up, and I, you know, was having the thought last week. I'm like, oh, yeah, what a great, you know, there's some wonderful wedding presents, right? And you can pick, here. and you can learn all about that at oneextraordinarymarriage.com/backslash/nick, and that will take you to where you need to go. So that's, um, yeah, so that's going on right now. Um, so let's talk about the scratchers though. Oh yeah. Let's talk about the scratchers. You you took the lead last week. Okay. So I like, I had no choice. I mean, you guys that listened to episode 79, I mean, he laid it all out there that I hadn't been taking the lead. And of course it's a Friday. So that's the last of my three days. So we knew we were going to have sex. 
And we knew that I was going to have to take the lead because he laid it out there so thick I had no choice. Um, so we have these wonderful things that we'd received from intentional moments and I'm going through going, okay, what am I going to use? What am I going to use? And one of the, um, one of the items are these scratchers and they're scratchers for him and scratchers for her. And so, um, yeah, the only way I think they're designated by color it might say for her, I can't remember exactly. But so I, I pulled off a number of them cause they're perforated and I handed them to Tony. I'm like, okay, pick one. Right. And so he picked one. I said, okay, I'll be right back. And so I go in the bathroom and I scratch it off and I'm like, Oh, okay. Note to self. One, if you're going to do the scratchers, scratch it a little bit earlier in the day because sometimes you need a little planning. But you did very well and, you with know, I pulled it together. I, pu- I pulled it together. Um, and, you know, I have to admit it was kind of nice not having to, th- to think through the creativity part of it. Like it gave me specific things to do on Which the were? car. Well, one, you had to be blindfolded. And which I, I got to tell you, I like being blindfolded. I can't remember what the other part of it was. I, I can't remember how many times I've been blindfolded, but it's not many times. I, I would say less than a handful. No, it's been more. I'd say no. maybe like 10 times. Really? Or less. With me? Uh, you're <laughs> the only person I've been making love to for the last 16 years or so. Okay. So I, I think it's. And, and if, yeah. if all of you caught that, yes, we did have sex before we got married. That's another podcast. Yes. Um, so there was something else besides, I think it was giving you a massage. Maybe it was the blindfold and the massage. Okay. Uh, the blindfold's the part that like stuck out, stood out in my head and it like tempt his senses or I can't remember the wording. Oral sex happened. Oral sex did happen. On both parts. And very interestingly enough, I will have to say this. If, if you guys haven't done this and you guys enjoy oral sex in your marriage, um, Elisa was actually standing and I performed oral sex with her that way while she was actually standing up. Very interesting. Completely different for us. Mm-hmm. Way out of the norm. I got to say, I dug it. I thought it was really fun. Yeah, it was. And for me, you know, the whole like, here's what you're going to do to your husband tonight, you know, based on the instructions on the card. It was like, okay, you know what? I, I'm in a sense, it was like playing a game. I'm like, okay, here are the directions on my game piece. This is, right. this is what I'm being told to do. It's not like I have to think, okay, well, if I give him a, if, you know, if I blindfold him, what's the next step? It was right. Like, no, I'm blindfolding him. And then, you know, the massage or tempt his senses, or I forget exactly the wording. Um, you'll have to get a set and then, you know, find it in your own set of scratchers. But it was really an amazing time together. And it's so funny that this is called, it's not just about the sex. Cause if that's how we're starting this podcast, but, right. um, but it was, and you know, it, it was a great way for those of you that are struggling with the whole take the lead and what do I do and how do I do it? Some of these tools uh, that Intentional Moments has are great ways to give you, to equip you to be able to take the lead in creative ways, not just to say, okay, it's my night to take the lead. Honey, I'm romancing you. The candles are on. Let's go. Right. You know, and so I really... I appreciated that. And as we're leading our small group um, on our book stripped down, you know, as we get to that chapter, I'm like, okay, you know what? I've got some other tools that I can share with these couples. Yeah. And there, and we have the dice and then there's like a connect for one that we've used mm-hmm. in the past. You know, these are all ways that you guys can enhance the intimacy in your marriage. So you get out of that mundane. You know, we talk about changing it up 
And sometimes we have to be reminded of that as well. And so these are just great ways to break it up. And the dice are fun too, because there's one, um, one die has an action. Right. You know, and the other die has body parts. And so when you roll them, you've got an action and a body part. <laughs> right. So if it says kiss lips, kiss lips or suck penis, there you go. You know, you've got it all covered. So fun tools that you can use. Um, if you've found yourself in a rut, like we've been, um, and I won't even say we, like I've been just not taking the lead. Well, then I, I just, I feel that for us, a lot of things have been happening. Mm-hmm. We haven't made ourselves the priority like we should be. Uh, you even got a little snippy with me today over. And I apologize. I understand. I but I'm just saying yeah. it, it's just that time having not spent some time together we're ve- we've both been very tired um just sort of running around just sort of crossing paths lately over the last week for sure if not longer mm-hmm. has just sort of taken its toll taking its toll i mean this morning uh, being a sun monday sunday being a monday i was trying to do a little morning love making session um and on days like today now having biked for so many years getting up early for so long i just like to sleep in Mm -hmm. and i just enjoy that really just spending the time with elisa so it it was daylight and i was like well you know i'm sort of awake she's sort of awake let me see if we can cuddle up and maybe i can entice her well no more than a couple minutes into trying to entice her all of a sudden we hear the knock 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 and it's miss abigail wanting to get into our room so that ended that Maybe we'll but I was willing. I'd actually closed oh, my book and yeah, was I had been reading. No, not yeah, this morning. A, yeah, I had a book in my hand. Oh, okay. I don't remember <laughs> the book in your hand. Anyways, <laughs> so say I closed my book. I was totally you know moving <laughs> on board with this. Took out my night guard. Was getting all romantic. Have you rapping on the door and well, <laughs> let's go work let's, out. Let's start the day. Do our workouts and yep. stuff. So, um, let's jump into today. Yeah, today's topic. We uh. As you guys know, we've been leading a small group at our church, the church at Rancho Bernardo in our book. And um, the question came up last week. You know, they've heard us talk about the 60 days. They've heard us talk about the 70 days or 70, seven seven days. And so one of the couples asked us, you know, is it just about the sex? Is that what this all just boils down to is, you know, you have you have sex so many days in a row and, you know, miraculously all of your problems are solved because that's what it sounds like to us is basically what they were saying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it really got us to a point where we talked through the fact that we talk about sex for a number of different reasons. One, it's because there aren't a lot of Christian couples out there talking about sex. Especially not in the way that we do. Um, and it, we think it needs to be heard and we need, think it needs to be said. So we're willing to talk about it. Right. I mean, you know, we heard uh, just from a number of people over the last week who have, you know, new listeners to the podcast um, commenting on the fact that, and many of you have already said this, you know, you guys are like a real couple, you know, they're (laughs) like, we have this image of you because you've written a book and you've done this kind of stuff, but we listen to you on the podcast and, you know, you can kind of cut each other off and you're snippy with each other and, you know, you go through kind of the same stuff that we go through. We're like, well, right. you know, it's because we're really not any different. Um, 
but that's that's part of the reason we talk about sex. Part of the, you know, another part of it is that we've done these sex challenges. Right. And, and so, you know, sex is obviously just one of those topics that, you know, works its way into our conversation quite a bit because let's face it, there aren't many couples that have done 60 days in a row or, well, there are more of you now that have done the seven days. So many I won't say there aren't many that have done that, but you, those of you that have done seven days straight know that you're still in the minority amongst your friends. Right. Because there aren't a lot of couples out there in the general population who are making sexual intimacy a priority in their marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it definitely gets shoved to the back burner. And you know, when we were talking to this couple last week, it made me realize that we need to be very clear about the fact that when we talk about physical intimacy, it's just one of the six intimacies. We talk about it a lot because it gets people's attention. Right. But it's not exclusive of the other five. Our marriage today would not be where it, where it is if we only focused on physical intimacy. You can't just have it be about the sex. You've got to you've got to be firing pretty consistently on all six intimacies. If not, I mean, you get a situation like we've got this week where, you know, Tony and I have slept together in the same bed three of the last I don't know nine nights, something like that, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And you know we're we're at a point where we're in tune to the fact that that doesn't work for us for very long. You know, it's kind of nice that we're podcasting tonight because it's like, okay, you know what? We can sit down and we can have this time. We can connect emotionally. We can connect intellectually and start to realign ourselves on our marriage track. Because, you know, I came home Wednesday night. Thursday night was sort of the catch up. Then Friday, you know, I'm packing to take Abby on girls weekend. Alex ends up at a sleepover. Tony's home by himself probably you know enjoying some quiet time you, actually i went out with jason that you went night, out with your buddy and i was actually out till 10 30 or so it was great i loved it See, i, I got to do that more often and then you know saturday alex and tony are supposed to go backpacking we did well you went hiking <laughs> with backpacks on <laughs> yeah you, and, and so you know when you start to sense that you're off track it's because one of your intimacies or multiple intimacies is not is not working is not in line right for your marriage and, and i was just going to say for those of you who have done the seven days of sex challenge with you we'd love to hear your reactions on how the sexual intimacy part enhanced or made you realize and think and talk about the other five forms of intimacy so do call us at 858 858- Eight seven six five six six three. We want to hear that because I think what a lot of people do is when they hear us talking now and they're just going, so is it just about the sex? They're thinking it's just a, well, I'm going to give and my spouse is going to take and I'm going to give and my spouse is going to take and nothing's going to happen. And I know that your guys' voices are stronger than mine and Elisa's. Because many of you have gone through some horrendous stuff over the years, some tough things. And what we have come to see and and realize is that the sex is one of them, but by drawing you two closer together, and as you can see in, um, in 
this year's challenge where we really brought you through some different intimacies, where we talked about priority, where we talked about change it up, where we talked about take the lead. You guys were were enhancing your marriage overall. Mm -hmm. Sex was just sort of the glue that was connecting it all together. And I want to hear more on the give and take and how maybe you overcame that in your own mind, you know, when you started this. Well, and that's a concern that a lot of people have, you know, when, when one spouse or another, you know, mentions the seven day challenge, there is this very real concern that, and and I am going to be stereotypical here because most people that have presented this concern to us have been women talking about their husbands. Right. So I'm, I'm saying this in that context. It may be reverse in your marriage, but I'm just going in this particular context with that disclosure that as a woman, if I give him, and I'm going to use that because that's the idea that they have in their head. If I give him sex for seven days in a row, what's he going to do for me? Mm -hmm. And when you have that mindset, when it's not a mutual give and take, then the physical intimacy is not really going to be enhanced. And I don't think it's going to make a difference in your marriage. Absolutely not. I, I really, I really don't. If anything, it's going to be detrimental mm-hmm. to your marriage because right. Th- there's resentment. There, right. And there are deeper issues there. And you know where we say to go if there are deeper issues. Sex for seven days, sex for 60 days, sex for 365 days isn't going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you need some help. You need to flush out a lot of, the issues that are happening in your marriage. Well, and I think that's where, and you even just said it, you know how we spent more time this year during the seven days challenge. <coughs> Bless me. you. Focusing on the other intimacies because the physical intimacy, it's a means to bring those other five together when you start to really connect on the physical you start to have those conversations where you're connecting emotionally you're wanting to do other things together Mm -hmm. you know let's let's go take a walk at night let's go uh, let's take a cooking class let's go for a hike let's go you know walk along the beach you know so you start to connect that way and when you're having these other conversations then you start you know the financial intimacy starts circling around there too getting talked about you know well what are we you know, what do we dream about? What do we want to, you know, where do we want to go on vacation? Well, what's that going to cost us? You know, and you start having those conversations. And, you know, those of you who are persons of faith, as you're bringing all of this together, your spiritual intimacy also gets deepened because you, I, I, what I've heard and what I've read from the post that happened both this year and last year was that you really start to value the gift that your spouse is to you. Mm-hmm. And there's the very real sense, and I heard someone say this last week, that you know, even in your most frustrated moments with your spouse, you have to remember that your spouse, God chose your spouse. God, God knew you were going to end up in this relationship. And so you have to remember right. you know, that your spouse is a gift from God. Right. You know, and I'm not talking, I, I, you know, if there are other very, very serious issues, I'm not saying that you need to stay in, you know, yucky, hurtful, abusive relationships. But if it's just a matter of you guys can't seem to get it to connect, to click, because you're not spending time together, then you need to make that effort because the sex is not going to fix that. 
you know, when we talk about our challenges, we encourage you guys to spend a lot of time talking to each other. We encourage you to be doing things together outside of the bedroom. And, and a good way to do this, and I know a lot of you have been asking about this, and I'm going to put this out there. Grab our 77 questions. Um, I always forget what this thing is called. 77 questions to get the conversation started. And you can pick that up at oneextraordinarymarriage.com backslash 77 questions. It's a PDF. It's 77 questions that cover all six of the intimacies and start talking about this stuff. You know, it's interesting because everybody comes to us too and they go, oh, well, you guys do your podcasts. So you guys get to connect together. Well, well, guess what, folks? You can sit down across the table from your spouse, just like Elisa and I do every week. We prioritize we put it on our calendars. We know it's going to happen. And we talk for 45 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. And yes, we have headphones on. And yes, there's a mic in front of us. And yes, you're there listening. But I'm telling you, you guys can do the same. It's not difficult once you get started. And you can listen to some of mine and Elisa's earlier episodes. I'm sure we've sounded awkward and weird. And those of you who've been listening to them, God bless you. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it's a habit that you have to get into and you have to get used to talking to each other. So I really do believe these 77 questions are helpful. It's free. Go grab it. If you want more, go pick up our book. Pick it up. People are loving it. They're using it and they're applying it to their marriage. And they're finding out ways that they can do different things. They are learning. They are they are getting into more deeper questions there that we put up. And you can build on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, the communication piece of all of this is so vital and and, you know I do laugh because for us skipping skipping the podcast is such uh, like I can't even I can't even wrap my hands around it I mean we we before trips before you know those times that we know we're not going to be able to get on the mics we make it happen and it's it's really you know yes all of you are a large part of why that happens, but it's also because I know I need this time. Like last week when I'm getting ready to go on my trip, I knew that if we hadn't sat down and done that podcast on Friday night, then we would have gone two weeks. It would have been two weeks without mm-hmm. sitting down and having that kind of conversation. Yeah, and, and this week was was one of those weeks with Elisa traveling and stuff. We, we didn't really have much conversation with each other like we have in the past. And when she was around, the kids were being... They were just, you know, it's just when your kids haven't seen you for a while and they get all crazy when you're back. And yeah, and summer and all that good stuff. So it was just it was just a tough week for us to con- converse with each other. So for us to be able to sit down tonight and make that time, make this time is so necessary because now tonight when I want to take the lead or tomorrow night when I want to take the lead, a lot of what we, what, what may be hindering us from having the sexual intimacy that we so desire has already been talked about. Mm-hmm. The roadblocks, the frustrations, the little hiccups, 
They've already been talked about. It's already out there. It's already in the open. It's past. And that's that's why the emotional and intellectual intimacy, you know, working on those, having those conversations. Because if you're finding yourself in a place where the physical intimacy isn't happening, chances are it's because one of the other five is, like Tony just said, a real stumbling block or a roadblock for you. You know, it might be on an emotional level, you don't feel attractive to your spouse. You know, whether it's, you know, your physical health, weight, whatever it might be, there might be some issues that are, that are really keeping you from being able to emotionally get physical mm-hmm. with your spouse because, you know, all the, all the little voices in your head that, you know, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago, that, you know, tape player that just doesn't ever... Stop. doesn't ever stop oh i'm not attractive to him oh you know if i could lose five more pounds oh you know i shouldn't have you know eaten that extra brownie oh you know whatever we've got that stupid tape running in our head so you need to share that with your spouse saying you know i'm not in a good place and and let them help you you know if your finances are not in a good place then you need to talk that through because again it's very hard to be physically intimate when you guys are not even talking about your finances. When there is just, whether you're hiding purchases from your spouse, whether you're hiding, you know, other debt from your spouse, maybe, you know, you've got like, you know, it's not just a trip to Nordstrom's, it's, there's a really big financial, you know, hmm. monster lurking in the closet. Um, you know, someone's a spender, someone's a saver, and you guys haven't taken the time to get a plan and to know what the future is going to look like. That weighs you down. You know, you got that, all those worries. And I was talking to, I was actually talking to Tony's aunt this weekend and, you know, just sharing some of what we've been doing with the podcast and, and, you know, talking about financial peace, Dave Ramsey's book and how Mm -hmm. that really helped us. Um, because that was definitely a low, low point physically in our marriage when we had all of that debt. And, you know, so you're just like, you know, the mind is going because you're thinking about how are we going to pay the bills? How many credit card bills are we going to get today? Are we going to shuffle the credit cards around? What are we going to, you know, how do we... A lot of energy put into it. A lot of energy put into it. And we know other couples that are putting ridiculous amounts of energy into trying to tackle this monster that's lurking in the corner that they don't have a, you know, they're just, they're shuffling it, but they don't have a plan to, you know, make that monster go well, they're, away. Well, they're not talking about it. So right. one is working on it. The other one has no clue or knows that there's a problem. Doesn't really care. Or they're both ignoring it and the monster yeah. just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Right. You know, or maybe, maybe it's prayer. Maybe you really just want to spend some time spiritually with your spouse. You know, whether it's going to church together or praying together. And I do want to say one thing about praying together because this has come up a number of times over the last few weeks. However you and your spouse are comfortable being in prayer, I encourage you to accept your spouse's ability and willingness to pray with you. Mm-hmm. Accept that for where they are. Yes. Don't, don't try and change them. Don't try and set demands. We all have different comfort levels in terms of praying out loud, in terms of praying together, and I just, I really want to stress that it is so important to not 
um, put expectations, put, yeah, put high expectations that maybe your spouse can't meet. Maybe they'd love to, but they just feel that your expectations are so high that they won't be able to achieve it. So they just choose not to Mm -hmm. because it's easier to just completely not meet your expectations than to fall short. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just on a spiritual, because there are, there are lots of couples who are in different places spiritually mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm, I'm going to just use these terms because it's easy to talk about, but is so you have those that are spiritually more mature and then you have, you know, there are times where you have a spiritually less mature, you know, in terms of, or you know, you, Bible knowledge or how long they've been a Christian right. and you know, both spouses are aware of that inequality and you know, it can make, you know, the one that has more maturity can make the other one feel bad, not intentionally. And the one that has less maturity feels like they can't achieve or live up. And so, you know, when you've got those burdens that pulls on your intimacy. Mm -hmm. So really so little of it is about the sex. (laughs) Because if these other intimacies are not in place, you're going to be like, if you can get to the sex. Right. But again, for those of you who have done seven days of sex challenge or more, realize how, again, the sex is the glue. It's that glue that sort of brings you together each and every night. You both choose to come together. And by choosing to come together each and every night, you're also able to follow along with one of our challenges hopefully and touch into other areas of your intimacy Mm -hmm. so that way you can grow through it it is never has it has never been our advice just to have sex for the sake of sex and hopefully your marriage just turns around you know elisa and i did that in our 60 days and we're trying to we're trying to give you our knowledge of what happened over those 60 days and what we learned, and even during our seven days of sex challenges, you know, when we went into 60 days, we just thought, hey, we're going to just have sex and see what happens. Hallelujah. You know, let's see. But what came out of it was that we had such a desire to help and renew our marriage, help each other and renew our marriage, that we learned that these other intimacies have become very important. Right. We started out with what we thought was our goal, which was just, which was simply a number. (laughs) It was a number. It was, it was checking off every day that we had sex. And you know, it's so funny because I look back and I'm like, wow, I really, you know, like I thought I was just going to check off sex 60 days in a row. Um, because we learned very early on. And I think that's why so many of you through the seven day challenges have had, such amazing stories is that, you know, in those first couple of days, when you start to make intimacy in any shape or form, and that's what we've heard from a lot of you, because, you know, in two years of these challenges, we know that a lot of you have not been able to have sex for physical reasons, medical reasons, whatever, but you have made intimacy a priority. Mm -hmm. Yes. And really all forms of it. That's what it boils down to. It's not about the sex. It's about the intimacy. Mm-hmm. It's about making intimacy a priority each and every day in your marriage. And when you fall, you just get back up. You guys, we're like you. We're, we're not high up on the mountain looking down upon you, trying to give you wisdom 
that you couldn't take on yourselves, folks. Believe us, please. We're like you. We're a husband and a wife who've gone through junk, just like many of you have. We've just decided to change our marriage. We've decided, we've made a choice. We've made changes in our lives. Has it, have they hurt? And, and I'm not hurt, hurting saying physically, but have they hurt to, for us to bend and give and accept new ways at times? Sure, it, it has been tough at times, but everything that we lay out for you every single week is something you can do in your marriage. Mm-hmm. because we have done it in ours and we truly believe that we're just ordinary people. We do believe that we're not, again, we're not high up on the mountain looking down upon you. We are two folks that are living life and a marriage. Just like many of you, we have the same struggles today. I will tell you, I mean, I flew off the handle with Alex just, it, it hurts that, that, that being with that frustration I'm having with him and it's hot and I'm hot and I'm sweating and I'm upset with him and how that causes some distance and friction between Elisa and I, even though we're on the same page and we believe that, you know, when we look at our marriage, it's, you know, God's at the top, it's us, the kids. And, but still when we have, these issues come about, we have some friction. So we got to work through that. It's Tony. Why did you blow up on Alex like that? Was that really necessary? What did he do? I have to answer to her. You guys can do this. I really believe it. If you're willing to put your foot forward, if you're really willing to take the time and the energy, and that's a big one. It takes a lot of energy. It takes time to sit down, to put everything else aside, Mm -hmm. put everything else aside and put everybody else aside and go, you know what, honey, you mean the world to me and I'm going to put everything else away for a while because this marriage means a lot to me. You're going to have to sacrifice. And that's, you know, I'll be the first one to tell you that's not easy to put everyone and everything else second fiddle or third or 10th because we live in this world that tells us it's all about you, your needs first. You, you take care of yourself. You, you make sure that, you know, you are being satisfied and if you're not move on. You know, we are in a very disposable society. And so to be able to say, you know what? I am going to make, I am going, not make, I'm going to choose because it is a choice. Long-term marriages do not happen. They are chosen each and every day. Couples that have been married, you know, 10, 15, 20, 40 years, 50 years. Those couples have made a choice every day. Mm-hmm. You know, they focus on their, whether they're conscious of it or not. I mean, there was a couple at our marriage retreat who, you know, they've been married 65 years. It was, a, it was a ridiculously long amount of time. Um, and you know what? They're not talking in terms of, you know, making intimacy a priority, but when you hear the little things they do for each other, 
They're focused on connecting with each other every day in some shape or form and have been for a lifetime. And they'll be the first ones to tell you, you know what, this has not been easy. There have been lots of times when I haven't liked him, but you know what, I always loved him. I was never willing to let that go. I still, you know, we still worked on connecting with each other. And that's why, you know, I said it before, it's not about the sex. But if you don't have intimacy in your marriage, it's going to be very hard to go the long haul in your marriage. Mm -hmm. Very hard. And And I wanted to quote something here. I just finished reading this book called The Go Giver by uh, Bob Berg and John David Mann. We'll make sure to put a, a, a link to that. It, it just talks about this guy. It's a business book, but it, it talks about this guy who wants to become successful. And well, there's, there's five laws of stratospheric success. And the fourth law is the law of authenticity. And it says the most valuable gift you have to offer is yourself. And I saw that and I said, wow, you know what that resonates to me when it comes to marriage? When you can give yourself, when you can be so open, so transparent, so real, so honest, that it's all out there on the line. Mm -hmm. And when you're able to do this freely and openly, knowing that your spouse isn't going to point fingers at you and say, I told you so, or you did this or you did that. But being able to freely just open up like that, the sexual intimacy will explode. Number one, number two, all those other ones are just going to fall right into line. Absolutely. I mean, it's, you just, we can't overstate it enough that giving the gift of yourself is really the only thing that you can give your spouse Mm -hmm. and giving that in, in the different forms of intimacy, you know, whether it's going to church with your spouse, whether it's praying with your spouse, whether it's going to a cooking class or taking a hike or sitting down and planning the budget. I mean, good grief. That doesn't sound very romantic, but you know what, when you're on the same page financially, hello, you know, you start having a plan on your finances. It's amazing how the romance can jump up. But in all of those things you've given of yourself, you've torn down the masks. You've said, you know what, we're going to spend time doing this. Whether it's sitting across a table with you know microphones and headphones or cuddling up in bed reading a devotional. Hmm. It's what I said before. You have to make a choice. We are each given, and I know you guys have heard this before, you're each given the same 24 hours a day. How do you choose to spend that time? How do you choose to make others in your life feel? How do you choose in that 24 hours that we have to make your spouse and your marriage a priority? And and Tony said it, some days we blow it big time. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and some days we nail it on the head. And you know what? Those days that get nailed on the head, we've, you know, they kind of store up some goodwill for those days that it just doesn't go quite right. Mm-hmm. 
you know, for those little those little quirks where we're like, really again? I mean, it's like, I, okay, I have to share this because I told your mom about it real quick. It's kind of an aside. You guys know that Tony's kind of a neat freak. Not kind of. He is a neat freak. You are. You like you like things in order, and I can live in chaos. And so I told your mom. So I. I I've lowered my expectations so I can live happily. But I have to, I have to, and I don't even know that you're aware of this, which is why I'm bringing it up on the air. Oh, okay, good. Um, you, you you're so like, you know, you like the countertops clean and things like that. But I've noticed with your smoothies every morning, Mm -hmm. your banana peel cannot make it from the counter to the garbage. It's the one little thing. It makes me laugh every morning because I just, I think it's funny that your banana peel just sits on the side of the sink. Well, because I'm going to have to eventually come back and get it. Do I do I get it? Yes. No. What? I throw away a lot of banana peels. Are you sure they're mine and not the kids or yours? Yes. Are you sure? Because mine goes straight to the garbage. <laughs> and, and and guys, really, I'm not getting upset about this because I just I think it's funny because I've got I'm at the point where I'm like, really, like he has this little messy streak inside of him. You know, it's I, I wouldn't call that messy. Would you guys? I, I, I don't think it's not messy. It's just a banana peel on the countertop is not considered messy. Well, and it's, I if just anybody think wants to say I'm wrong, you can please. Okay, so he's not messy. I just think it's funny that Ask as Tony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. <laughs> and I know that's a complete aside, but I figured I'd talk to, to your mother about it so I ought to at least share it with you this whole little banana peel yes. thing. Total tangent, but I was just looking over at the counter and saw the bananas. Mm. Um mm-hmm. wrapping this all up. We'll wrap it up, baby doll. It's not about the sex we you know sex is definitely a means to connect it is a means for you and your spouse to be physically close sex is one of six intimacies and you need all six in your marriage if you make it just about the sex and completely disregard the other five good luck with that Mm -hmm. that's not what we've ever been about Heck, even when we thought we were going to be about that, you know, when we started our own 60 days, it didn't end up that way mm-hmm. within like the third day when I'm like, oh my gosh, when's he coming home? I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to talk to him. I can't wait to do this with him. And, you know, yes, the sex was great, but it wasn't just about the sex. It was about connecting with my husband. It was about looking at him and saying, gosh, how did I get so lucky? You know, how did, how did this happen to me? And looking at him as a gift. Mm-hmm. You know, when you can look at your spouse as a gift given to you and be willing to give the gift of yourself, that's when your marriage is going to flourish. That's when it's going to become extraordinary. Because when everyone is giving, when both sides are giving, you have the ability to see phenomenal change, phenomenal growth. Because it's not just a give and take. The ideal situation is a give, give. And that's, that's where you see that just that deep love. You know, you see those couples that have been married 65 years and, you know, it's like the jewelry commercials where they always show the little couple, you know, little old couple walking in the park hand in hand, tottering along. And, and you look at that and the reason it touches us is because they figured out how to weather the storms. They figured out a long time ago it wasn't about the sex. 
it was about connecting on so many different levels. And that's what we want to challenge you guys this week. You know, we want you to connect beyond the sex. Have sex. Have sex. I mean, we're going to have sex this week. We hope that you do too. Um, But figure out in your prioritizing your week, figure out some times that you can connect. I don't know. If you want to be like us, go find some cheap microphones and headphones, sit across the table and pretend you're podcasting. If that helps you have the conversation. Put it on your calendar. Say, you know what? Sunday nights, Tony and Lisa podcast, we're going to sit across the table and have our family conversation or your marriage conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, figure out a way to go to church together if that's what you want to do. Figure out a way to go take a walk together. Figure out a way to sit and play a board game. You choose it every day. Mm -hmm. That's it? That, That was... Wow. I felt like I kind of. Yeah. No, I wasn't sure if you're going to go on. So I'm no. sorry. I, I feel like I've been talking a lot tonight. <laughs> oh, you guys. Thank you for all that you do. Please, if you enjoy our podcast, go to iTunes, leave a rating, leave a review. Let people know what we're doing, how we're impacting your life, good or bad. Please put it up there. And if you ever want to reach us, you know, get a hold of me at ask Tony at one extraordinary marriage.com or Lisa at ask Lisa at one extraordinary marriage.com. And we want to hear from you folks who've done seven days of sex challenges. We want to know, was it just the sex or what else impacted you during that week? You can call us at eight, five, eight, eight, seven, six, five, six, six, three. You guys are awesome. You're wonderful. Have a great week and we love you. Thanks for listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast. We would love to hear from you. You can go ahead and give us a call at area code 858-876-5663 or send us an email to info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. The website is oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for our Marriage Minute Monday newsletter and you can also purchase Tony and Elisa's new book, Stripped Down. It's available now in print, audio, and ebook formats. Also, the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast has sponsorship opportunities available now. If your business is interested in sponsoring this podcast, please contact us at oneextraordinarymarriage.com.